because local matters. The John McMullen Show on Radio 111, talking about what matters in your life. Now, here's John. Imagine that life if you had no water. Couldn't wash your clothes, couldn't wash your dishes, couldn't wash your body. Uh, You basically couldn't drink any water. Uh, And, you know, it's pretty scary when we look around and we see some of the lakes and they're, you know, they're gone. Our own big lake, the Salton Sea. Of course, we wouldn't want to be drinking that water anyway, the salinity and all. But but there is a huge problem here in California. And as I look at maps from the federal government of where we stand on the scale of drought, it is it is deeply scary. I mean, in Riverside County, uh, every area of Riverside County falls into either severe drought or extreme drought. Almost 85% falls into severe drought. Um, 26.22% falls into extreme drought. And then I read in the Desert Sun this past week, a story written by our friend and the environment reporter there, Janet Wilson, Headline, despite drought, Californians are barely conserving water. Are Palm Springs, Bermuda Dunes, top water users? So who better to have a conversation with this about than Janet Wilson herself? So thanks for joining us, Janet. Nice to have you back. Thank you, John. Nice to be here. So in your report, you start off by talking about the fact that the governor asked everybody to make a 15% voluntary reduction in their water consumption because we're in this severe drought right now, but yet the state as a whole has only managed to cut July over July, year to year, by 1.8%. Ouch! Correct, yes, yes. Granted, he uh, he made that ask uh, the first week of July, so maybe the August numbers will be better, but yeah, it's not looking pretty so far, especially in the southern half of the state where they haven't imposed any mandatory restrictions yet. Up north in places in like the Russian River area, they actually cut 17%, so they're living with the reality that we all faced several years back. But yes, out here in the desert and elsewhere, um, L.A. and San Diego, um, actually increased their water usage slightly in July. And we've got some great big uh, water agencies using a lot of water out here in the Coachella Valley, too. What's going to happen when the well done run dry? Well, a lot of it doesn't come from wells, although that is an absolute metaphor. A lot of it comes from uh, two sources that are fast dwindling. Um, The state's three huge reservoirs, up north or at or near record lows. You alluded to the terrible extreme drought statistics. And then the Colorado River Basin System, upon which we partially depend, also is at record lows. And the federal government, for the first time in history, the Bureau of Reclamation has uh, imposed water cuts on other states so far because the Southern California irrigation districts, like IID and CBWD, hold, quote, senior water rights. Um, There is also a large but diminishing aquifer under much of the Coachella Valley. That gets replenished by um, Colorado River water imports. So, yeah, we're all in this uh, dwindling uh, 
water situation together. How many water agencies are there that serve the greater desert cities here in along the Coachella Valley and out towards uh, uh, Imperial? Yeah, I searched all of them. I think it's seven. There are a couple of really tiny ones, but I, 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 sh- I was going to say don't quote me on that, even although I just said it. It's, it's <laughs> around half a dozen. Uh, there's the biggies like Desert Water Agency and CBWD, and the city of Indio has one. Then there's tiny ones like the Myoma Dunes Mutual Water Company, which does have 17 wells. It serves Bermuda Dunes. Uh, but um, I'm trying to think of some of the other city Coachella, and I, uh, Mission Springs Water District serves Desert Hot Springs. Uh, yeah, I think that might be it. Uh, I'm trying to run through the list in my head. So how, yeah, we've got several different water districts. How are they situated up there uh, in Desert Hot Springs? Where do they fall in all this? Uh, the Mission Springs Water District, as I understand it, I'm still learning every day about water in the Coachella Valley, uh, gets uh, its water from the Desert Water Agency, which kind of acts as a wholesaler to it, okay. as well as possibly some of those springs they've got. So, um, yeah, they're in the same boat as everybody else. Now, DWA is a big player in this story that I'm referring to uh, that you wrote last week. Um, the state said that they're kind of water hogs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. They um, did, I requested, and they did give me the top 10 water users in the state. And lo and behold, um, the Desert Water Agency, serving Palm Springs and Cathedral City, is third highest in the state using, uh, what was it, 896 gallons per water meter per day in July. And uh, 175, well, that's nearly eight times higher than the statewide average per meter of 175 gallons per day. It seems to me... Yeah, yeah I was just going to say that it seems to me then that people in the West Coachella Valley need to take shorter showers. Yes, and another thing is it's it's autumn in the valley, and so that means the quaint custom. We don't rake leaves; we scalp our lawns, right. or a lot of people do. So that requires you know taking down to the nearly the roots the exhausted, dried out Bermuda thatch and uh, overseeding, as it's known, with the winter rye, which is lovely. But to get it um, installed and growing, it requires watering up to five times a day. So, um, yeah, we, uh, we're holding on. Well, you'll see a checkerboard pattern throughout the Coachella Valley, including in, in Desert Water Agency service area. A lot of folks have converted to um, you know, the desert landscaping, the xeriscaping, as you've alluded to, it can be pretty tough and it can be pretty costly. Uh, but a lot of other folks really like those rolling green lawns and the swimming pools and the golf courses and all of the, um, you know, perks of uh, living, living in an urban area yeah. in the desert. Yeah, well, I mean, it does make sense that we might consume a little more water in trying to keep ourselves cooled from, you know, the extreme temperatures of summer. Uh, do Does our water usage get down to kind of uh, typical statewide levels of usage per water meter during the winter months 
do we see it actually drop below other parts of the state? Do you know? I think it it doesn't drop below the statewide average in any month that I recall, but it definitely does drop uh, for sure, as do all water districts usage across the state. Um, and yes, we are in a hot urban area, uh, urban and suburban area in the state. So to your point, uh, we do need extra water, but we use water for a, a 70 per- between 70 and 80 percent of all water in the Coachella Valley goes to outdoor irrigation. So we're not talking about your life-saving air conditioner or even your nice long hot shower. We're talking about your sprinklers. We're talking about evaporation from your pool also, but really about outdoor irrigation. That's where our water goes in this valley. Seems to me that maybe we need a mandate from Sacramento that says everybody has to go to Desert Scape in the desert. I know that golfers aren't going to like that and that people who love those green lawns aren't going to like that, but for goodness sake, we need to survive. Yeah, I mean, it could get to that point. If not, you know, this year or even in the next few years, it could definitely get to that point in the next few decades, because um, we are seeing full throttle the impacts of climate change this summer with fiercer storms, with record-breaking heat waves, you know, more wildfires. It's all happening. The Sierra snowpack, you know, less snowpack. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we need to be in this for the long haul. And I did talk to one landscaping executive, although he didn't end up in the story, uh, I said, well, what about those golf courses by 2050? Because he's seeing firsthand how much more water is needed for his customers' landscaping. And he said by 2050, they might just have to be gone, that, that, you know, unless we all learn how to conserve water much better. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure that they'll continue to figure out things technologically to help that process, but um, still, I mean, when you've got so many, what are there? There's more than a hundred golf courses here in the valley, right? Yes, uh, as I understand. It. I don't want to get our, down the latest number, but definitely more than a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get our good friend uh, Larry Bohannon mad at me here, but um, I really <laughs> do think we may have to look at an alternative or going with uh, perhaps golf courses done on on turf, you know, or on uh, not turf, but on the uh, you know, the pseudo-turf. Um, yeah, you know, Scottsdale, Arizona, which also is a golf and tourism town, yeah. is pointed to by many as an example of how much water you can save. They, I believe, like all the um, municipal areas, just like Las Vegas, any, quote, ornamental green belts, all of that, long gone. They were pioneers in municipal xeriscaping. So, you know, it's a balance. Larry's reporting, I think, Real about um, scalping and um, the dangerous dust it releases, not to mention the water use for the overseeding, I think helped the golf courses along with, to your point, new technology to realize they didn't need to scalp quite as vigorously. They could leave some of that Bermuda in there, you know, just keep it real short, and so save some water that way. So, 
you know, we humans are an ingenious species, so maybe we can pull water droplets out of thin air somehow 30 years from now. You mentioned that 896 gallons per water meter per day uh, number from the Desert Water Agency. Um, That's self-reported. They reported that. Oh, okay. Well, they also um, said the numbers that went in for the month of July were not accurate. Uh, Any word on that? No, and they did say that they do need to go back and reread a bunch of meters. So we'll see how that ends up. I mean, the spokeswoman for the agency is not in any way saying that, you know, folks living in Palm Springs don't need to conserve. She absolutely said, you know, um, she thinks lawns belong in community areas like parks or school playing fields. Um, They are pushing their Go Gold program this fall where you let your lawn go brown for eight weeks, a revolutionary concept, (laughs) and then let it come back in the spring when the rains come. So they're they're trying. They're trying. But um, yeah, uh, no word on those uh, possibly revised numbers. Janet, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll continue to read about this as these stories evolve, as we always do, and, and really appreciate your your really great reporting on environmental issues here in oh, the pages of the you. Desert Sun. Janet Wilson joining us. You can read her stories at DesertSun.com, and of course, get yourself a subscription. You can't beat it right now. Using the offer codes that they have and that we're advertising here on the station, you can get it for as little as a digital subscription, six months for one buck. And we get to have great local reporting like Janet. So please support the Desert Sun. Please support local journalism in our community. Janet, I look forward to talking with you again soon. I do too. Thanks so much, John.